Hello and welcome back. This is Craig with Leading the Leaders and we're in the midst of uh, the going through the writing that we have on our website entitled Emancipating the Leader Within and we've been on the emotional intelligence um, bandwagon here for a little while and we want to continue on. I want to do a quick summary of sorts of uh, some of the things that we spoke on before when we talk about military intelligence. Some of this will be review. And then we want to give another practical exercise or example of what it means to be uh, emotional intelligence or use emotional intelligence. Okay, first of all, we covered uh, hiring practices and we, we said basically that if you have emotional intelligence and you hire the right people, they'll be with your organization long term. We also noted that um, emotional intelligence is better than IQ because your IQ will take you a lot of places, but it will not allow you to do everything that emotional intelligence will allow you to do. So um, just having um, smarts and book smarts is is good, but is not the absolute all of all, all of all. And we want to note that. Also, we looked at, um, which is this uh, new category we're going to look at is the potential leaders of the organization. When you look at potential leaders uh, to take your place or to grow the organization or to take you to new heights, what you really should be looking at is emotional intelligence. And the reason being, these people can grasp complex subjects and, and subject matter and they can actually do something with it. They won't bring it back to you for you as a leader or whatever title you have to solve the problem for them. Um, also, these people are usually highly successful in all situations, not just one. And, and what you really find is they tend not to make excuses for not doing what they're supposed to do. While it's true, all, uh, all humans make mistakes, you're not going to be um, flawless. But the people who complain and make excuses tend to be looking at somebody else saying they're the problem and they're and therefore the problem can't be solved within them um i've said it uh, numerous times before and i'll say it again if you want to make something better and you exclude yourself you're just whistling dixie because nothing's going to get better unless you're at the center of it you have to be the one that is going to ensure that it stops with you especially if you're a leader if you're a leader you cannot expect people to follow you successfully and especially when times get hard when you refuse to do what it is you're supposed to be doing that is taking responsibility for your actions and deeds. That's one of the basic cores of leadership and all is, is dripped in and enhanced in and contained in emotional intelligence. Also, when you're looking at people that are Emotional intelligence, when you look at the future of the organization, you see they have the ability to, res to, resolve, pro to resolve complex problems, but they also have the ability to problem solve, okay? Which means sometimes there is nothing identifiable that said there's a problem, but because they're problem solving, they realize the potential for the problem in the future. Therefore, they problem solve their way out of it. You're not going to get this with people who do not possess a high emotional intelligence rating. You're simply not going to, it's not going to happen. Okay? Because those people, quite often, not only do they look at excuses, 
but most about everything, they do not look at problem solving at all. They push it off on someone else, okay? And while they may be good workers or good worker bees or whatever you want to call them, they're simply not designed to take on a big workload, especially when it pertains to actually figuring out things as you go, okay? Now, one of the scenarios I told you that we wanted to get um, started with, and this is quick, I won't be with you very long, um, but I wanted to talk about briefly how I drive in D.C., Northern Virginia traffic every day, okay? I'm, I'm a commuter. And one of the things you have to do is you have to be very defensive when you're driving on the roads, especially when you get up into the Northern Virginia, D.C. area and um, all the interstates sort of merge into one little uh, bottleneck there. It's very, very treacherous, especially at early mornings and in rush hour time. But one of the things that uh, you could say was, let's suppose I'm driving down the road and somebody cut me off. I go into the office and somebody asks me, how are you doing? I go, it's terrible. Somebody cut me off. This is, this is, I can't believe it. I'm tired of driving in, the, uh, in, in Northern Virginia traffic. Then that person would go talk to somebody. Hey, how's your day? Oh, man, my day's not going well. You know, I was just talking to Craig, and he was telling me how bad it is. And you see how that could actually catch fire and work its way through the whole organization? Well, a person who possesses emotional intelligence and uses it will understand that the other person who cut them off is probably having a wonderful day. It could be that they were rushing. They were trying to get to work. They, they, they probably didn't realize that they did not, um, that they cut you off. Okay? But emotional intelligence person, because they understand how to compartmentalize things and put that into a pocket and do not let it ruin the rest of their day, they will not bring that attitude to the organization and then have the organization and the people with inside the organization all have a bad attitude based off of their one experience. But that's a real live world, uh, a, uh, not just an expression, but a reality that happens all the time. Okay, emotional intelligence people have, know how to take things, they know how to pocket it into an area, and they know how to use that for their benefit. A person that does not possess emotional intelligence will not be able to do so. Okay, once again, we want to go, and this is in the form of a review. We're looking at emotional intelligence, and what we're saying is that you can teach this. Okay, the the skills and the and the skill sets are uh, identified with uh, emotional intelligence can be taught. There's no excuse. It starts with yourself. Because anybody can teach you certain things. But remember, emotional intelligence have four main polars that it rely on. One is self-awareness. Two is then self-management. And then three, you're looking at social awareness. And then probably one of the most important ones is relationship management. How do you manage your relationships? Because that's in a nutshell. But I'm telling you, if you do not actually learn how to do these things, how to be self-aware of who you really are, how to manage yourself, how to look at social awareness around you, and then how you manage relationships throughout your life, you're not going to be very successful. Okay? That's why some people are tremendously talented. They have talent coming out of every office. But, but what they do not have is the people skills that most people do not want to be around them. Okay, but let's look at emotional intelligence. Let's do some research 
If you like, go to the website. Uh, I always tell you to go to the website, check out some of our uh, some uh, treats there. One of the things we're going over right now is called Emancipating the Leader Within. That's on our website or whatever. If you want to follow along as we uh, read over, I'm going to begin another series where I'm going to go back to reading excerpts out of the out of the manual itself or what have you. But it'd be a great help to you. Um, I appreciate the time and effort and and anybody who's trying to enhance their leadership ability, that's what we're all about. And we do it as a lifetime uh, partner in helping you. Not that we have all the answers, but we certainly have certain ways that's been tremendously successful. So once again, thank you for your time. God bless and happy hunting.